this summer. Your local movie theater will become a tent revival for proclaiming Jesus. And you're invited to be a part of this unique evangelistic campaign. Join with believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign to bring unsaved family and friends to watch the powerful new movie, The Firing Squad, starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. The Firing Squad tells the incredible true story about prisoners who find faith in the face of execution and transform their prison in the process. As the movie ends, co-star Kevin Sorbo comes on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ, providing an on-site opportunity to introduce family and friends to the message of Jesus. Go to FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how you can receive free tickets and more to the Firing Squad and participate in this unique theater event. Bring your friends and your family and bring your faith. That's FiringSquadFilm.com to learn more. And uh, welcome to Monday, you sick, twisted freak. Tomorrow is election day. I just want you to know it's no big deal. You know, if you, you know, you just forget tomorrow. You're like, I don't want to. I, I, gee, I forgot to vote. It's no big deal. It's just, you know, just the whole idea of electricity that might be at stake. Here's Joe Biden over the weekend. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. Wow, he's insane. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. Wow. That's and having wind and solar. Oh, that's great. That's great. And then, and then, and then let's not forget, he's also said this. This idea that they don't have oil to drill and to bring up is simply not true. This piece of the Republicans talking about Biden shut down feels wrong. Thank you, thank you. No more drilling. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. No more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No, I... Yeah, she's saying there's still drilling going on. They're still that was before I was president. We're trying to work on that. Okay, so he's still trying to. And and remember, what happens when we get rid of our coal-fired plants and everything else? We learned from Barack Obama. Under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. So don't worry about the vote tomorrow. Ah, sleep in. All right, we begin in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Warren. He wrote in about his dog. He says, our dog absolutely loves Rough Greens. 
uh, and can't wait to attack her food bowl, uh, food bowl when she's fed. I have to tell you, that is sometimes Uno will be running so fast he'll slide and pound into the wall, and then he'll and he's about 110 pounds pound into the wall. Then he like tries to get grip on the <laughs> tile floor and he attacks his food bowl. Warren, thank you so much for writing in. I'm glad your dog uh, loves uh, Rough Greens as much as uh, my dog does. This is not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, and you sprinkle it on the food. Uh, And watch the difference over the next year, Warren. Watch the difference in your dog. I thought Uno was healthy. And then after about three, four months of feeding him Rough Greens, I saw the difference. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Okay. All righty. So let's, let's begin here. NBC News pulled a report on Friday that claimed House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband didn't let on that he was in danger when cops showed up at his home just prior to the hammer attack on him. Now, here is a longtime NBC reporter. You won't find this anywhere. It has been erased. I thought the Internet was forever. Luckily, our servers are forever. Here's the report. Craig, good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer after tackling the suspect. Hey, stop. Why was that pulled? NBC just said because it didn't live up to their high standards of reporting. Really? What was wrong with it? Well, he just got that whole part of the story wrong. They didn't even say that. They didn't even no, say. No, 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 no. But that's what they're alluding to. They're alluding to. They're it. alluding it to. It didn't read. Well, I don't even know if that's it. I think what they're saying maybe is the source they got they don't deem reliable uh-huh. they they don't know if the uh-huh. information is correct but uh-huh. they're not saying it's wrong yeah they're, so they're not saying that uh, so I, I i think this is just another uh hunter biden laptop thing this is screwing with the election again um first of all w- we don't know but we do know that officers said in the affidavit 
someone opened the door for them. Okay, so we know that. And I said to you last week, who's the someone that opened the door? Was there a third person there? That's how it was first reported that there were there's somebody else opened the door and that didn't make sense. And then wait a minute, who opened the door then? Well, we find out from this report that Paul Pelosi opened the door. Now, if you're in trouble, you uh, stay with the police or you say, this man has entered my home. Instead, he opened the door and then went back to the guy and he was holding a hammer. And that's when Paul Pelosi grabbed the hammer and there was a struggle for it. Now, this doesn't make any sense at all. Something else that doesn't make sense. Now, this could just be the San Francisco police are so bad, but they had no idea that that house was for the speaker of the house. That is absolutely impossible unless the uh, uh, the people, you know, at dispatch didn't tell them, but I'll bet you it goes up on their screen. There's no way that house, you type in that address at the police and it doesn't come up with some sort of red font that says Speaker of the House. There's no way. No way. Uh, they even kind of tried to do the work of coming up with an excuse for some of this in the report. They said, well, you know, we don't know what his mental state was at the time. We don't know if he was already injured. Right? Like, if he got knocked on the head by a hammer a few times, who knows how he's acting, right? Like, there's, they're trying to come up with an excuse in the report. And even that wasn't enough for NBC News. So, here's another part of the story. The man accused of breaking into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's house and attacking her husband with a hammer could be deported from the U.S. after he is released from custody. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, lodged an immigration detainer on the 42-year-old Canadian national, uh, the DHS told NBC in a statement. Now, hang on just a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's being deported? And is it after he serves time or after he's uh, released from custody? Now, those might mean the same thing, but... Are the police going to release him like they're releasing everyone else? Well, you just come on back. Just come on back. We'll, you know, just call call us and we'll tell you when to be in court. Is that is that what's happening this time? And how come he's being deported without murdering somebody? And it doesn't seem like you can get anyone else to get up on ISIS radar. Now. There's a story from the New York Times. How Republicans fed a misinformation loop about the Pelosi attack. The New York Times. I mentioned in this. Within hours of the brutal attack last month, Paul Pelosi, the husband of the Speaker of the House, activists and media outlets on the right began circulating groundless claims. Nearly all of them sinister and many homophobic, casting doubt on what had happened. Okay. Wait a minute. Um, I'm in this story. They say that I was casting doubt on this. Really? Because uh, I was asking logical questions. Who opened the door? Who? 
Some Republican officials quickly joined in, rushing to suggest that the bludgeoning of the uh, of the speaker's husband by a suspect obsessed with right wing conspiracy theories was something else altogether, dismissing it as an inside job, a lover's quarrel or worse or worse. What's worse? The misinformation came from all levels of Republican politics. U.S. Senator um, said this. A Republican congressman said this. Uh, Donald Trump said blah, blah, blah. The flood of falsehoods is showed is, sh- is showed how ingrained misinformation has become inside the GOP, where the reflexive response of the rank and file, even a few prominent figures to anything that might cast a negative light on the right is to deflect it with more fictional claims, creating a vicious cycle that muddies facts, shifts blame and minimizes violence. First of all, my first response was, if this comes from the left or the right, it must be condemned and they must be punished. So there is no fictional story there. My first response was that and pray for Paul Pelosi. So they go on to say that we have so many falsehoods and it's ingrained in us. May I just ask the New York Times, how many of these stories did you publish? Did you publish and lead the charge on Russian collusion? Did you publish the neo-Nazis are fine people lies? Did you publish and stand by Jussie Smollett? How about the Bubba Wallace garage pull? Or the Covington kids? Or the Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot? Or the Kavanaugh rape? Or the Trump P-tape? I remember reading all of these. All of these. Sometimes for months in your newspaper. Or the COVID lab leak is just a conspiracy theory. Or the border agents that were on horses that were whipping migrants. Or... Trump saved nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago, the Steele dossier. Did you print the Russian bounties on the U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan? Or that Trump said drinking bleach would fight COVID? Or the Muslim travel ban? Or Hunter Biden's laptop was just disinformation from Russia? Did you print any of these? Liberals, did you believe any of these? How about Andrew Cuomo was the best in COVID leadership? Or Trump build cages for migrant kids. Or uh, Trump overfed koi fish in Japan. Build back better will pay for itself. The Trump tax cuts benefited only the rich. Cloth masks prevent COVID. If you get, if you get vaccinated, you won't catch COVID and you won't spread it to others. How about the SUV killed parade marchers? Not the guy behind the wheel, but the SUV. Uh, Trump used tear gas to clear uh, clear a crowd for a Bible photo uh, that don't say gay was actually in a bill. How about the Putin price hike? Did you guys print that? Or ivermectin is horse dewormer and not for humans. Uh, Or the mostly peaceful protests of BLM. Or I love this one, Trump overpowered Secret Service for the wheel of the beast. Or Officer Sicknick was murdered by protesters. 
January 6th was a well-planned insurrection. Or BYU students hurled racist insults at Duke volleyball player. And now we have our democracy is under threat. My gosh, you're right. This disinformation thing is really coming from the right. It's a really amazing list. It's an amazing list. And, you know, this particular case, too, what's really frustrating about this is even when you read the New York Times story that that mentioned you with no evidence that you did any of the things, just just a line that said that you did them (laughs) right without explaining what you did or how you did wrong. Yeah. But like even in their story and their telling of it, the the things that they're saying are misinformation. Like, for example, the guy was uh, seen in his underwear when he was found. Right. Comes from a mainstream media source that was from a Fox affiliate. Yes. In the area. Um, and and then you had uh, the bigger one, which this NBC News uh, that th- thing that we did from the Today Show. Mm-hmm. You know, th- they're they're saying, well, look, look at these conspiracies re- Republicans are spreading. Well, this information came from mainstream sources. The Today Show thing that we played at the beginning of the show is not a flippant off the top of their head comment. There are graphics for the quotes for each one of the things he's saying. All of these things they, had to go through an executive producer, had to go through edit, had to go through art. All of it. Yeah. All of it. So it's not like something that was said off the cuff. Right. And, th- and that's the thing. Like a local Fox affiliate. Okay. They, they say something. They retracted a few hours later. Maybe you could say that was just a mistake, bad source or whatever. This was a full-fledged produced NBC News report that aired on the Today Show that went through the not right-wing source called NBC News and all of the layers of crap you have to do to get something on the air on that channel. Hmm. I mean, this is something that they were sure of until they were told they shouldn't be sure of it. I don't... Are you... Are you... Bringing up a new conspiracy theory? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Back in just a second, LifeLock. Cyber criminals you never think would be the you know type of upstanding citizens who would mess with members of the military. I mean, you know, sure, they're going to be dishonorable and all other things, but not the military, right? Yeah, shockingly, uh, they are that deep of scumbags. Active military personnel and veterans are actually prime targets now for cyber thieves. Military ID lists uh, are a lot of times tied to social security numbers. And once you have that, you're off to the races. It is important to understand how each one of us is a target. Everything we do is online and there are cyber crime. It just grows exponentially. And it's always changing, which means nobody can prevent it all because they're always thinking of new ways. However, there is one uh, subscription that you should get and you'll get 25% off and it will give you both the preventative measure to keep you safe. And if they miss anything, access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. So join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code Beck at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com, use the promo code Beck. Again, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, promo code Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, let me give you a couple of other things. Now, this is not the mainstream media. This is only NBC. 
So this, you know, the NBC is talking uh, about, you know, how we are so bad. But I want you to hear this. Um, <clears throat> last night, the president, Joe Biden, returned his earlier claim that his political opponents uh, are fascists seeking to establish authoritarianism in the United States. While the hellish red black background is gone from the controversial Philadelphia address, the message remains a vote for the GOP is a vote against democracy. OK, so they're talking, you know, on a show called All In with Chris Hayes. Don't know it. Never saw it. Don't know who Chris Hayes is, really. Um, and they were talking about, you know, how democracy is at stake. Six nights from now, I'm quoting we could all be discussing violence all over the country. There are signs that may happen, and may God forbid, that the losers will de be declared winners by fraudulent election officers or secretary of state candidates or governors or state legislatures or the dog catcher or just somebody off the street. Okay, Listen to how many people, and they're accusing us of election denier, we could be six days away from losing our rule of law and losing a situation where we all have elections that we can rely on. You know, those are the foundation stones of a democracy. Joe Biden saying the same thing tonight and a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country and if there's still free publishing houses and a free press, which I'm not certain of. But if that's true, a historian will say, what was at stake that night in November, this week, was the fact whether we would be a democracy in the future, whether our children would be arrested and killed. Wow. I had no idea. Quoting, so much for gas prices. <laughs> okay. All right. So, hey, no big deal. No big deal. It's just whether their kids are going to be lined up and shot and killed. That's what's at stake. We no need to worry about them doing that to our kids. And let me ask you, if you believe the other side is doing that and you have ultimate power, how could you possibly live side by side with somebody you believe wants to round your kids up and kill them? How do you... How do you survive? How do you not round those people up? The Glenn Beck Program. Incredible. Real estate agents I trust. Uh, let's say you want to sell your house. If that idea sounds simple, I'm guessing you never done it before. So let me assure you, literally nothing about it, uh, you know, is fun. Nothing. Except for cashing the checks. That's a little fun. Same with buying a house, especially right now. If you don't have a real estate agent who absolutely has his or her game, you could easily be in for a, a big loss, a really big loss. Look, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a uh, service that my brother and I created years ago because we were both frustrated and we didn't know how to find, you know, a really good real estate agent in the area. I happen to be working and doing advertisements for 500 of the best real estate agents, according to the Wall Street Journal, in, uh, in America. I learned from them. So we put this together. All it is is a recommendation of somebody in your area that we have really studied and we have really uh, scoped out. 
and we'll pass it on to you. It's a free service, realestateagentsitrust.com. Tomorrow night, election night coverage. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. The promo code REDWAVE for 30 bucks off. I'm really proud of the work that uh, my team is doing right now. Um, our television producers and uh, and radio producers, with an exception of Stu, are doing remarkable work. Fr- uh, last Thursday, I released a podcast with Whitney Webb, and it is the most important hour I have done in my career. Uh, and if you have not listened to it yet, it came out Saturday, wherever you get your podcast, or you can find it on The Blaze. Um, but watch it. Know that she has, um, she's Ben Shapiro. Uh, and everything that Ben Shapiro has going for him, his mind, his intellect, his really fast talking, uh, it's all there. Uh, so I had a friend of mine write to me uh, Saturday and he said, been listening to this. He said, I've had to stop it from time to time and just think and then go back and listen to it again. He said, I probably listened to this thing four times now, um, but it is incredible. You want to understand what's coming. The most important hour I think I have done in my entire career of broadcast. And all I did was just ask a few questions of Whitney Webb. You do not want to miss it. Also, tomorrow... We begin our coverage of election night and everybody from the network is going to be a part of it. And then some who are not Megan Kelly is going to be joining us. We've got a really informative, uh, serious and yet fun night planned. You will not see this anywhere else. Use us a second screen if you want, but we'll have first screen uh, information. There's no reason to go anyplace else, but if you feel comfortable, that is uh, that is fine. I just have to get my CNN in, Glenn. I can't. I, know, I, I know. can't miss it. Election night. Gotta I know. Be, wait, what's the guy, Steve? Uh, the guy who's open in front of the telestrator. Oh, uh, that guy. S- yeah, guy we all know that guy. Oh, on MSNBC. Yeah, yeah. That's um, Steve. Pete. Why can't I think Steve of his name? Steve no one even knows. Ron. Anyway, he's kind of famous, right? <laughs> he, oh, Steve. on MSNBC. You know Steve? I love, I I I love him. Uh, we're going to get to Stu's election analysis here in uh, <laughs> just a couple of minutes. I want to give you a couple of other things that are really important. Steve By the Kordacki. Way, Steve Kordacki. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Go ahead. Nobody knows him, Stu. <laughs> yes, they Nobody do. People know who Steve him. Kordacki is. No, they don't. He draws no. on the thing and he circles ah, the stuff. I love that. Okay, good. And good then, for you. All right. His sleeves are rolled okay, up. Thank you. So anyway, um, make sure you join us at blazetv.com uh, uh, slash, is it midterms? And the promo code is redwave. Okay, so make sure you join us uh, because also next week we have another huge, very important show uh, that you really need to know. You really need to know. And we'll tell you more about that later. Join us tomorrow. Okay. <clears throat> so there's, well, let me start here. I saw a story last week from the Netherlands. The Dutch government on Tuesday ordered China 
to immediately close their police stations in the Netherlands. Did you hear this? Reports say they're being used to harass dissidents. So if you are Chinese, uh, were from China, and you, you know, got the hell out of there, or you say anything about China that is, you know, taboo for China, they have these Chinese police stations. Now, they're operating in Amsterdam and Rotterdam, and they say that they're just offering diplomatic assistance. Uh, they have never declared themselves to the Netherlands government, and so they are uh, investigating and want to shut them down because they say they are there to intimidate anyone who speaks out against China. And I read that story, and we didn't have time to get to it last week, and I thought, geez, look at what's coming. Look at what's coming. Then, over the weekend, I saw another one. There are 54 police stations in 30 countries on five continents. Uh, We are looking now at the UK, Spain, Netherlands, Uh, You're looking at uh, Argentina, Chile, Brazil, Ecuador, uh, Nigeria, South Africa. It's all over. Germany, uh, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Ukraine, Serbia, Greece, um, Ireland. They're everywhere. Absolutely everywhere, including the United States. This is the story that just broke yesterday. The U.S. government must immediately investigate and shutter the recently discovered overseas Chinese government police station in New York City for potential violation of U.S. laws. In 2022, the Chinese Communist Party established secret police stations in over 100 cities around the world to conduct intimidation and harassment operations against overseas Chinese. I will tell you, without giving you any details, and I I am only scarce on the details, I'd love to tell you this story, but I'm scarce on the details because this American citizen is terrified for their life. Um, again, I can't give you any details, but, uh, he said something online about China, um, a Chinese, um, agency reached out to him and said, you will stop this. We know where you live. We know your family. And you will stop this. This guy was so terrified when I when I called him because we were working on something or hoped to be working on something. And he said, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. He was terrified. And he's here in the United States. And remember, Stu, we talked about it off the air. And I said, can you imagine being that terrified that somebody could get you here in the United States mm-hmm. from China? They have a secret police in America. And what are we doing about it? What are we doing about it? Now, I'm going to tie this in. Now, listen to this. Political reception for the um, U.S. representatives Lauren Underwood and Sean Caston. Biden said, 
And now what are we all worried about? What are we all worried about? Elon Musk goes in and buys an outfit that sends that spews lies all across the world. Now, I don't know what he meant by outfit. Did he mean Twitter or did he actually buy an outfit that spews lies? I'm not sure. Um, He said there's no editors anymore in America. There are no editors. How do we expect kids to be able to understand what's at stake? So you have a guy who's responsible for all of these lies, lies. Um, Twitter finally is holding the president responsible for some of the things that they tweet out. And he immediately attacks um, Elon Musk about spewing lies. He just started. He just started. What do you what do you even know about what he's doing? Okay, so you have him. Twitter advertisers now are being boycotted. Now, this is going to come as a surprise to you, but apparently they're all being organized with dark money from Soros, Clinton, and foreign networks. The campaign to pull corporate advertising uh, from Twitter, this is from Dossier, the Substack, following its purchase by SpaceX uh, founder Elon Musk, is being led by a network of left-wing dark money activists. Um, An advocacy, advocacy group formed in 2020 called Accountable Tech is organizing the pressure campaign, which thus far succeeded in having Pfizer, Audi, General Mills, and other corporations pull their advertising. Accountable Tech is taking credit for the organizing of an open letter signed by a dozen of progressive groups, which demanded that the multinational corporations cease, uh, uh, cease advertising on Twitter immediately. The letter says Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter came with his promise to advertisers like you that the social network would not transform into a free for all hellscape and it would remain warm and welcoming to all. Have you seen anything like a hellscape on Twitter? No, it's the same exact thing right now. I, mean, I don't think anything's really changed. We, the undersigned corporations, call on you to notify Musk and publicly commit that you will cease all advertising uh, on Twitter globally if he follows through on his plans to undermine brand safety and community standards, including gutting content moderation. Now, who funds Accountable Tech? Well, that is funded by the North Fund. Follow me on this. Who's the North Fund? The North Fund is controlled and funded by Arabella Advisors. But who's Arabella Advisors? If you watch my TV show, I did a whole Wednesday night special on this about uh, five months ago. Arabella is the for-profit philanthropic philanthropic, thank you, (laughs) consulting company founded by Clinton's uh, confidant, uh, Eric Kessler. Hmm. Another Clinton network operative is also the co-founder of Accountable Tech. They also employ former Clinton campaign off, um, operative as its digital director. So you have George Soros, Bill Clinton, or I mean Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, uh, and... You have all of the dark money putting this together, but you wouldn't know that. These are the people 
that have spent $1.2 billion on the election cycle. This one. I'm sorry, 2020. $1.2 billion. Where are they getting all that money? Where? That's a lot of money. This was just founded. Where are they getting $1.2 billion? Well, I will tell you that George Soros is a big part of that, but apparently they also get some funding from overseas as well. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Now, last thing, because remember, we were talking about Chinese police, and then we went to Twitter and China and how uh, Twitter is just horrible, says Joe Biden. Chinese spyware app TikTok has now hired a longtime Democratic flack who served as President Joe Biden's 2020 campaign press secretary and deputy Pentagon spokesman. This according to the Daily Mail. So wait a minute. We have TikTok that is a communist spy organization that is data collecting on Americans. We know it's dangerous. We have a, a, a Chinese police station in countries all over the world, including ours, that's intimidating. And Joe Biden and the Pentagon's former spokesperson or deputy spokesperson just went to work for them. Hmm. Wow. Stunning. And who is it again that's engaging in all of the disinformation? Not pleasant to hear, but the truth is debt is like cancer. It grows bigger and bigger and bigger over time. And that is especially true of high interest debts like credit cards. Credit card debt is up 13% in the country compared to last year. And the interest rates just continue to rise as time goes on. And the Biden administration attempts to pull us out of inflation. It's insanity and you need to steer clear of it. I want you to take 10 minutes now and give American financing a call. Absolutely, you absolutely positively need to have the experts on your side when it comes to protecting your fiscal future. You're not in any better hands anyplace else. These guys are the best. They've been America's home for home loans for about two decades, and they can help you out. Whether it's working with the equity in your home to pay off things that you need right now or one of the many other options, they're going to be there. I can't recommend American financing high enough. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. So over the weekend, um, Biden vowed to shut down coal plants, quoting all across America, end quote. You want to know what you're voting for tomorrow? The madness to end. The madness to end. 
He said coal, coal plants are costing too much money to build. Yes, because of the way you are regulating them out of business. He said, so it's going to become wind generation. So all of our coal plants are going to become wind farms. There's not enough wind or farm to be able to replace coal with. It is crazy, crazy. If you think you're worried about gas prices, heating prices, or being cold or hot, wait until this happens. Now, Joe Manchin, who I have absolutely no sympathy for, West Virginia, you got to get rid of this guy first opportunity you can. This guy sold you out. President Biden's comments are not only outrageous and divorced from reality, they ignore the severe economic pain the American people are feeling because of rising energy costs. Yeah, you think? You think? You got into bed with the devil, Joe. Oh my gosh. It seems his positions change depending on the audience and the politics of the... He hasn't changed his politics. He said this in 2020. You just refuse to believe him. He said, let me be clear. This is something the president has never said to me. Oh, really? Well, he said it to all of America all during the 2020 campaign. I'm sorry that he left it out when he talked to you. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, you asked for, let's say, quality belts. And that's what I'm going to give to you from Grip6. Uh, I will tell you that Grip6 has the best belts, the best wallets, the best socks. As we get into the winter season, the socks come into uh, focus because... These things are the real wool. They're wool that was sourced in America, which, by the way, almost no wool is sourced in America. Everyone goes outside of the country for it. Grip6 doesn't. Man, they love this country. They source everything they can here in America. And these socks will keep you warm in the winter, but also cool in the summer. It's You can actually wear these things all year round. They're not like giant thick socks that don't even fit in your shoes. They're they're, they're great. The wallets are fantastic. They're, they're, they're a different style. I think you'll like them a lot. And the belts as well. You can get them customized. They're very cool. Grip6 is a great company that has all sorts of high quality stuff for you. Go to grip6.com slash stew and check it out. Use the code stew to save 15%. Grip the number 6.com slash stew. Get 15% off today with the code stew. Grip6.com slash stew. It's a company that doesn't hate you or america you'll love them Twisted Freak, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Wow, you're going to feel so confident about this election. You are, No, seriously, you are. 
when you find out what the DOJ and the National Guard are doing, oh, you're going to feel so good. So good. Before we get to that, you are going to feel good when you hear Stu's predictions. You that call depends. them predictions, your calls. That depends. I don't know. Maybe oh, no. I'll make you feel bad. Oh, Maybe I'll no. make you feel terrible. No, no. Maybe that's what we do today. Maybe that's no, the No, that's, that's the not goal. what we do today. We're you know going to be with Stu or not with Stu <laughs> in 60 seconds. Emergency situations come up in a lot of different forms, and many of them are just the type that you'd you know want to have some food stored for. And I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, let's say the election happens and then there are mobs and rioters on the streets that want to burn everything down. That would be great. Do you want to go to the supermarket in that case? I would have some food on hand. And if that would happen to cause an economic, severe economic downturn where, let's say, we couldn't get diesel fuel and so the trucks weren't you know, bringing anything to the store. That might be something that you would want to have food storage for, you know. Or like a hundred other things that are all facing us right now. My Patriot Supply is uh, the place where I buy my food storage. Not that I have any. I lost it in a really bad boating accident with my guns. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a long story. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's what you want to do. You want to go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You can get $250 off a three-month emergency food kit right now from My Patriot Supply. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drink, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. They're delicious as well. $250 savings at MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. You're going to make us feel good. No. I'm not going to do that for you. In fact, now I'm going to give you yeah. only bad news. Okay. You have been working on this. In case you don't know, Stu is really good at making these calls. Um, the last election, he's one of the only guys that got the Electoral College account exactly right, 306-232. Um, and I hated him for that. <laughs> um, but he, he doesn't just go by the polls. He looks at a million uh, different things. And then makes a uh, makes a call on it. And today, tonight on Stu Does America, you're making the official final call because you haven't finished everything. That's right. I'm going to be finishing it up today, okay. and then we're going to do it on the show tonight. Okay. Uh, YouTube.com slash Stu Does America. Okay. BlazeTV.com slash Midterms. You can use the code Red Wave if you want to get access for and, 30 bucks uh, off. We're going to be able to, if he makes us feel good today and he gets any of them wrong, you make sure you tune in to Blaze TV tomorrow where we <laughs> crucify uh Stu. we thought wow. we'd bring something back you know what i mean Cru- crucifixion yeah crucifixion and i think the tuesday before the results comes out a really interesting time to punish me for getting the calls wrong yeah we're gonna do it tomorrow yeah tomorrow night tomorrow on, night on, on our the election air. yeah got on it the okay air. Yeah. That would we be... wouldn't do it off the air okay i want to make sure we yeah, understand no. and our election coverage by the way going to go late into the evening up to uh, at least midnight Eastern and then over to the youtube.com slash Stu Does America page for coverage into the wee hours of the morning as long as I can last. Well, Glenn's going to join us. They're all going to take a nap. You know, this is when we know we're in trouble mm-hmm. is when Pennsylvania says, you know what, we're going to come <laughs> back tomorrow and just count. And that is an important part of this. It's going to happen. It, it, it it is literally now they are saying that they're not going to take a nap. So I don't want to say that, but it is literally in the state law that it, we're going to have the same feel 
that you had during the 2020 election. State law designates the way these votes are counted. And what you're going to get on election night is likely a large lead for Oz that will start to be chipped away as we go into the late hours of the evening. Will we see it come all the way back? I don't know. But the way the law, the way these votes are counted, it's it's the early vote comes last. Right. They don't the count any of the early vote at all. In they don't do any work tabulating it. In now, Pennsylvania. Right. In Pennsylvania. Yep. And every state is different. In fact, if you remember from 2020, the reverse happened in Arizona where uh, Trump was way, way, way behind enough for Fox to famously call the state. And they kept, then Trump kept chipping away and got it to within, what was it, 11,000 votes, mm-hmm. right? Florida is the gold standard on this stuff. Florida has it all tabulated. You get the results nice and early in Florida. So that's what I always look to is if you want to look for a, an election that's going to give you a really early picture of what is actually going to be the final count, Florida does it much better than most of these other states. Okay, so that's the kind of picture of across right. the country. Well, there was a little sunbeam of happiness. No, I'm just, I didn't want to no, prepare no, people. Just, no, I know you're just reminding uh, us of what we the hell we went. Yes, through. I do remember the and hell. And you're just reminding everybody it's going to be hell again tomorrow night. Yes, so. you should expect hell. Is exactly right. what okay. I'm trying to tell you. So expect the hell. All right, tell me, give me some good news. Some or, good news. Yeah. Okay. Several states that were considered long-term toss-up races. Several races in the Senate in particular that have, I think, been considered toss ups the entire election cycle Mm -hmm. really have moved in my mind to lean Republican to races that I'm relatively confident uh, will wind up this way. And I kind of want to test you on this, Glenn, a little bit. You've been, for example, very freaked out by the Mike Lee election. You've been very panicked on and off the air. Yeah. About the Mike Lee election. Yes, yes. Uh, and I share. Because I, I lose all confidence. All confidence uh, in the United States. In yes. the United States of America. <laughs> yes. All of it. Yeah, all, all of it gone. It, if they yes. let go of Mike Lee for a CIA spy. Named after a breakfast food. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to. I would. I, yes. Just I all confidence. I understand. Yeah. So uh, that race, I think now is. I feel confident that Lee is going to win that race. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. So that that's one. But I don't even think that one is even I'm talking more about Ohio. Ohio has been a pure toss up for most of the campaign cycle with J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan. There's still polls that show it relatively close, but I think that's a lean Republican race now. I think North Carolina. falls. Wait, wait, wait. So are you going to call that? I mean, I, 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 I am going to finish my all of my work here today before the big uh, show tonight on Stu Does America. But yes, I think I'm going to I'm. I mean, I'm going to put Ohio in the Republican okay, category. Good, 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 that is where I am with that right. race. North Carolina is kind of the same thing. North Carolina has been a very tight race. You know, we were told it's a toss up the entire time. I think if you go back to the summer, you'd look at that and say it was a pretty close to a pure toss up race, at least as far as the polling goes. I think so, North so, Carolina now so, favors so, Republicans. So tell me in the Senate, tell me the races where it would be a pickup. Well, yeah, but before I move on from this point. Oh, boy. Any one of these races, Glenn, if I were to say to you, hey, I do believe the Republicans lost North Carolina, I don't think anyone in the audience would be like, oh my gosh, it's the most stunning result of all time. You know, if Ron DeSantis loses tomorrow, I'm going to be stunned, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that right. will be, I will legitimately be Correct. stunned. But like a, a race, this race in North Carolina or J.D. Vance in, in Ohio, it wouldn't be completely stunning if either one of them lost. I, I think there's a clear favorite. Right. But not completely stunning. These are races, though, that 
even if you win all of them, only gets you to 48 seats. So to give you a picture of where this is, if you win Ohio, if you win North Carolina, if you win Florida with Marco Rubio, which is another one I put in this category. Hey, Sarah. If you win Utah. Sarah, later, you want to... I'm trying to set Bring this- some booze in, and while he's doing this again later... Um, Want to play some Russian roulette? Okay, go ahead. By the way, go you ahead. don't have to tell Sarah to bring booze to work. She's already there's multiple storage yeah, rooms. It explains with it. a lot. Yeah, it, it does. does. Okay, it does. so <laughs> you win all these races that we're talking about. They're leaners. You're at 48 races, right? So now you have a big set in the middle. You got to pick off three of these. Again, would you have full confidence in any of them? I'm a hundred percent sure the Republicans going to win. Let me list them for you. Arizona. Blake Masters, 100% sure? No, right? Of course not. It's a split. That's a very good toss-up race. Colorado is no. a reach. Warnock in uh, in Georgia versus Herschel Walker, 100% confident? No. No, right? Uh, Hassan versus Bolduc in New Hampshire. You're not going to be confident no. in Bolduc. Bolduc's been behind in most of the polls there, though. So but I will say in a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. All of these are so close. So it's close. going to come down to who gets their people to the polls. Mm-hmm. Cortez Masto in, in, against Laxalt in Nevada. Again, another tight race. Again, maybe leaning Republican, but uh, but it's a, an incumbent, a Democratic yeah. incumbent in Nevada. You're killing me. Washington, Patty Murray uh, versus Tiffany that Smiley. W- that one will that's be... That's a reach. That's a reach. Yeah. That, I mean, she could do it. She's close enough yes. to do it. It's red wave character but category, that's though. that's such yeah. a... Sh- if she wins... Uh, and DeSantis, you know, wins by 14 points. Those are earth-shaking moves. Yes, those are huge, 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 huge ones. Uh, Pennsylvania. Now, look, Fetterman, Oz, I, it's hard to imagine anyone going to the polls and casting a vote for John Fetterman. Does it, anybody it, remember the SNL uh, where, uh, what was his name, uh, he did the famous line for he was running against George Bush. He was playing Michael oh, John Lovitz. John Lovitz. And he said, I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. <laughs> I think of that all the time. Yes. That- <laughs> With almost every race. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. We are in that category. Yeah. Now, but again, Fetterman Oz, all the polling's been very close. There's been you can find evidence on either. Oh my gosh, side. she's got she booze. Actually she's has got large bottles of booze. Is that I mean, that's, it's a full bottle of Grey Goose. And it's cold. Look at that. It's sweating because he just, I mean. I should say it's a full bottle except for her morning shots, which seem to yeah, be. Yeah, all right. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> you ever, by the way, affiliates, if you're ever wondering, hey, why did that commercial, why did four commercials air at the same time? It, <laughs> it's because of the morning shots. Uh, so there you go. You get a little uh, older, we're going to just start calling you the Grey Goose. <laughs> there you go. All right, go like ahead. That. Uh, that's a good nickname. Um, okay, so uh, Pennsylvania, Fetterman, Oz. Again, would you be completely stunned if Fetterman won that race at this point? No. I, I, it would be stunning. I'm in the same place you're at with Mike Lee with the Fetterman-Oz race. Like, I, I'm not that I'm a huge Oz guy by any means, but it's like, how on earth can a country, can a civilization exist that th- that thinks John Fetterman should have a, a, a job of any prominence? I, I, well, I'm, I, I'm that way in several states. Yes, yeah, several- in, in in Arizona. Really, the guy who's voted ninety five percent. Yeah, Mark Kelly yeah. with Joe Biden mm-hmm. is in lockstep 
All the way. All the way. It's never been even rumored to be opposing (laughs) any of the bills. Everybody in America, no one knows who the space (laughs) guy is, okay? He was in space for a very long time. Nobody even knows his name because he's never stood up against anything. It's totally true. He's trying to portray himself as the other senator yeah. from Arizona who happens to be a female and who has actually stood up a few times right. and taken some stances. Right. Uh, anyway, Kelly is never even rumored. He's They're never no. even like, what about Mark Kelly? They never even ask. <laughs> no, they don't even don't. go to his office and <laughs> no. say, are you going to vote for this Biden bill? They always know he <laughs> I will. Know. I know. Every time. Um, and then you've got uh, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin against Mandela Barnes. Again, Johnson, I think, has a lead there. It's not an incredibly large lead. We know these things, right? How, right? So what would you, would you be completely stunned if Wisconsin elected a Democrat? Probably not. So again, you got to win three of those, uh, I guess that's eight races. Two of them, I think, are in a different category, sort of reach races, Mm -hmm. uh, wave type races. So that brings us down to six. Six. So you got to win half of these. And I think you'd look at some of these and say... Okay, yeah. Republican might be favored, but I would not be shocked. So wait, this wait, is wait, wait, what I, the wait, only wait, thing I want to portray to people is so what, this is not f- a sure thing. If you're walking into this tomorrow night and say, thinking, hey, uh, complete red wave, this is going to be the easiest thing in the world, you have to understand that it's not. It really isn't. This is a close race. And while Republicans very well might win it, it make sure you go vote. Now, make sure you get out I there. will tell you, if that's the way the evening ends up, how many, if we win three of those. You're at 51. Oh, 51. That's just control I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. That's so, not I mean, enough to stop anything. So those races I just listed, you got to sweep all of them to get to the this red wave category Shut that you've heard. your mouth. 54, 55, Shut 56. your mouth. You know what? I'm a recovering alcoholic, but tomorrow I may convince, I could be easily convinced I'm over that. I'm cured. I'm cured. I may need a stiff drink if this happens. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this, this would be an interesting way of, <laughs> of getting some new You're subscribers. Such a jerk. Watch, watch the watch the election. Oh, coverage. It could be a full fledged meltdown. It's going to be a party, one way or another. Pity party or a party party. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, I'm at it. So it's not a great party unless it's a pity party. I'm really good at bringing. I'll make you cry. I'll make you cry. Sure. Sure. Uh, that'll be uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, our election coverage. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Use the promo code RedWave for 30 bucks off. And if the Republicans lose, you may see Glenn start drinking again. Or. And Sarah, continue drinking. Or may I just say, may I just say, <laughs> I'm bringing nails. Somebody might be crucified. Wow. Yeah. Just saying. Wow. I don't yeah. I don't think that that, oh, it's, that felt like a threat. Oh, it was fine like, for it felt the Lord. Way. But you are above it. Okay. Um, I would like to avoid it if I <laughs> Let me, uh, t- well, we'll see how tomorrow works out. Uh, Donald lives in New Hampshire. He writes in about his uh, six-year-old terrier, who used to be a very picky eater, uh, and his experience now with his dog in rough greens. He said, I've never seen my dog lick the bowl clean as often as she does now. And it's because she's looking for any remaining traces of rough greens. Thank you so much. Um, I know Uno licks the bowl uh, because I hear his chain and the the bowl hitting the the floorboard uh, as he slams it up against uh, the uh, the cabinets. 
they love it. Now, I don't know about your dog. That's why they're giving you a free bag just to try. It's a little sample bag just to see if your dog will eat it. If your dog will eat it, just call them back, get a full bag and uh, and start feeding your dog. You're not only going to see them eat like they should. You're also going to see them gain health. I mean, I really thought Uno was a healthy dog until we started feeding him a rough greens. A few months into it, I'm like, look at the difference in him. First trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. 833-GLENN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So here's here's what we do have to concentrate on tomorrow. Um, we also have to concentrate on Secretary of States and governors. Yes, uh, and and the House, not to mention, but yeah. the governors are a big part of this. Tomorrow, I'm counting on the House. Don't don't take the House away from me. No, I look. I, yeah, I'm pretty confident in the House. Okay. This would be the type of thing that I that I will join you in starting a new drug habit or something. Yeah, something. If, if they yeah. lose, they should. They got. They have to pick off one of these. Why don't we just turn ourselves in? Why don't we like, well, you're going to find something, you know, that we said at some point that now gets the death penalty. Right. We so just, just, just get it over with. Yeah. Can, we, you can yeah. we take life imprisonment if we yeah. turn ourselves in early? <laughs> right now. Yeah. You haven't charged release. us yeah. or anything, but we know you're going to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, um, uh, so the, the good news about the statewide elections is the fact that um, we could have 30 30 governors and i think 15 or 16 trifectas um that yeah, i think you could go higher than that too do you really mm-hmm. uh, the trifecta number not as high as, as the gov- gubernatorial yeah. number but i mean the gubernatorial number could easily be into the mid 30s i mean you're gonna get to 30 amazing pro- you need to get to 30 you, if you want to get to 30 governors you get you need desantis kemp in georgia and abbott in texas those are that. all three i'm i'm confident in all three of those it. races uh, without much of a doubt that gets you to 30 then you have you have a lot of you have a ton of, to- of really close races in the in the but you're you're talking about states like oregon that's where these battles are being fought yeah, but you're also seeing something really weird in oklahoma yeah oklahoma and kansas are two what two what outliers. is happening mm. what is happening there we have the governor uh or the, you know, the sitting governor now mm. running uh, again the republican in oklahoma we have him coming up in just a just a second. His name is Kevin Stitt. It's a big race. Yeah, big race. Tons of money being spent. Tons of money being spent by the left. They are spending eighty million dollars in these campaigns like it's nothing. Beto, it's incredible. They, they finally gave up on Beto. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Poor sad, guy. isn't it? What's he going to run for now? Well, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, ri- two rising stars, Stacey Abrams, Beto O'Rourke, <laughs> right? That's what they were. We were told for years oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. true. Oh, I know. Right? I know. All because they lost a close race in a reddish sort of state. Of course, you know, other candidates have actually won in those states. I mean, uh, Texas is hard to win as a Democrat statewide, but Georgia, we ha- both senators are currently Democrats. Yeah. Uh, but somehow Stacey Abrams is, gets all the credit. And well, like, I, I honestly, I'm of the belief that if you're the Democratic Party and you actually considered Beto O'Rourke and Stacey Abrams rising stars, you wouldn't have used them as sacrificial lambs in this cycle. Exactly right. right. Like, you, you, this is like, hey, we know they'll bring in a lot of money. 
We we you know we don't really have anybody else. Let let's throw them to the wolves. We can finally be done with them, and then we can move on with other candidates we actually think have a chance to win. When it's a bluish leaning cycle, well, right? this is a red leaning cycle. They There's didn't, no chance. They didn't throw her to the wolves. Stacey Abrams, she didn't know the amount of misinformation that this, according to her, this weekend, that black males just can't get past yeah her they, stance was basically black males fall for everything yeah that was that was black basically males, your argument. you're just they're just stupid and yeah, they don't basically I mean, what she was saying it really is yeah. it really is well that in election fraud mm. election fraud is the voters are being suppressed voting in record numbers but there's also suppression there a lot of it wow the glenn back program sad when all the fat goes to your head and you become a fathead uh, standing up for what you believe in can be challenging, but there are basic things you can do to stand up for your principles, like buying from companies that believe in you, be- you know, believe in the same things that you believe, I believe. We need to stick together more than ever. And now there is one mobile phone company that is willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. And you know what's amazing? <clears throat> Patriot Mobile, great phone service. <clears throat> there was an article from the BBC about Patriot Mobile, about how <clears throat> these Christian nationalists are this the phone company and they're getting involved in politics. And it's, uh, I mean, what is America coming to? And I'm thinking to myself, I can't name a single British phone carrier. But the BBC knows about Patriot Mobile. That's wild. Stand with them because they're taking the lumps. They're taking the hits for us. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch today. 972-PATRIOT. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Promo code is RedWave. Save 30 bucks and join us election night. This is the Glenn Beck program. Never in the state of Oklahoma's uh, history has this amount of dark money been spent on a governor's race. Um, You have a conservative governor that is running for reelection, a guy who uh, has now the fourth largest savings per capita in the nation after uh, taming the budget deficits. He's cut taxes, the personal income tax, cut the corporate income tax. They're now 10th lowest in the nation, lowest unemployment rate in state history. This is really important. Highest workforce participation in state history. That's where the the national number doesn't really make sense is you've got a low unemployment number, but people are just falling out. Uh, let's see, ranked 11th in the nation for America migration, people that just wanted to live free. Um, he has signed into law the Save the Women in Sports Act. Biological boys cannot compete in girls' sports and cannot take away scholarship opportunities for college. Uh, he signed a law into uh, or he signed a, a bill into law that banned men and biological boys from girls' bathrooms, banned CRT with really simple language, can't teach that one race is inherently better than the other. 
he is running against um, somebody who I believe is, I don't know what they call the, the head of the schools in Super, Oklahoma. Superintendent. Superintendent, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. Um, and, man, I've only heard really not good things about her um, when it comes to schools. She is, uh, was a, she was a Democrat, right? No, she was a Republican. No, she was a Republican. Mm -hmm. She switched to Democrat. Um, And that's the year, you know, that she, uh, she switched uh, from, uh, from uh, Republican and went to Democrat is the year that uh, Biden said, yeah, we're going to get out of all the oil and gas and everything. So how you do that in Oklahoma is is beyond me but this is a very very tight race well, yeah that's the thing why are we talking about this race i don't know right like we're not talking about the sarah huckabee sanders race in arkansas because she's right. going to win by a zillion points right governor stitt is on with us now kevin stitt he is uh, running for re-election why is this race so close governor well thanks for having me on you know you first bet. off there's been 50 million dollars against me uh lies chaos misinformation and just to let your listeners know what that's the equivalent to in oklahoma in virginia that would be like spending 600 million in the media market buys and so just a lot of a lot of chaos they're mailing uh, like six or seven different mailers to to rural people telling them i'm gonna i'm gonna kill their schools they're photoshopping stuff and saying that I'm flying a helicopter into work every day on the taxpayer dollars. So <laughs> it's just unbelievable. They're, uh, you know, these dark special interest groups are just trying to buy this race because my opponent uh, flipped from Republican to Democrat uh, to run against me. And she's been the superintendent of schools and she's, uh, you know, she's going to be beholden to special interests. So we, we think uh, it'll be a great election night. We're going to win this thing. And, uh, but that's why it's close. I, I will tell you that I have, I have heard, Who's the guy, uh, he's been on a couple of times, Stu. I uh, can never remember his name or his position, but he's a guy in Oklahoma that is part of the, uh, the state school you know, board or whatever. Uh, and he has been standing up. He wrote that really great letter. Remember? Yeah, uh, against, yeah. You know, open up the schools yeah. and stop teaching CRT. Mm. Um, and from what I've heard uh, when, when I've talked to people about Oklahoma is that she, your opponent, was not good for COVID and, and CRT. Is that true? Well, that's, that, oh, that's exactly right. I mean, I was the first governor to ban CRT in Oklahoma and fought every single day to open Tulsa Public Schools, one of our largest school districts, as she was fighting and siding with the big labor unions to keep it closed. Mm -hmm. And most of our rural schools were open. I mean, I love our rural communities, but a couple of those inner city schools were literally shut for 355 days. And I'm telling you, the single moms and the single dads, it would break your heart. They would call my office and they would say, Governor, you've got to help me. I've got to go to work during the day. And my first grader is not learning how to read on Zoom. And now we're, we're waking up to the learning loss, and the Democrats are trying to run from that, but they were shutting our schools down. I mean, it's just craziness all across the country, and, uh, and now they're wanting to run for, the, you know, for different offices, and they're, and they're running from their position. So I bet a lot of that dark money um, is actually coming in from the teachers' unions, I would imagine. Teachers' unions it, can just pour it, money. It is. 
Oh, absolutely. Teachers unions. And then in our state, uh, some of the big uh, tribal bosses, big tribal governments, uh, because I haven't been rubber stamping their contracts. Uh, they're obviously uh, funding a lot of this as well, trying to get involved with our races because they want to, they, they're, uh, you know, want, want more control over the state of Oklahoma. So um, you are talking about um, um, not abortion. I mean, I, you're clearly uh, not for abortion, but she's saying, you know, common sense abortion laws, blah, 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 blah. Um, while you're talking about um, lowering taxes and giving a relief plan just by saying grocery tax, we're going to lower the um, we're going to lower, I think, the gas tax as well. Is that right? Yeah. You know, last year, I mean, I cut taxes for every single Oklahoman. Uh, when I came into office, we had very little money in savings, and now I have the largest savings account in state history, over $3 billion. And so we've done all that uh, by holding government flat and accountable uh, because I'm a businessman, and, and the, the, uh, the turnaround Oklahomans elected me to do, it's, it's working. Uh, so we do believe in smaller taxes, lower taxes, smaller government, you know, less regulation. And right now, we're number 11 in the country in people moving to Oklahoma. Uh, not per capita, but true numbers. But people are flooding in mm. from California and uh, different places because they're like, man, they're so tired of those lockdown states. And they were like, Governor, we're moving here because you kept businesses open. You re- you, I was one of the few governors that didn't do a mask mandate statewide. Um, Good for you. Good for you. Uh, and, and you don't put your constitution in the attic just because somebody at the CDC tells you to. I mean, that's what we believe in Oklahoma. We believe in freedoms. So give me the biggest difference between you two on policies. Oh, well, number one, she's never met a tax. And you're breaking uh, up. You're breaking up. Sorry about that. Yeah. You now? Uh, kind of. Keep going. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, biggest difference is, she was criticizing me when I was building the largest savings account in our state's history, saying, oh, we should just spend all that money. Um, and it's actually proved super beneficial now uh, because we're able to do tax cuts for Oklahomans and create this momentum. Uh, I've also put more money in education than any other governor before me. We believe in education. We're going to back the blue in Oklahoma and be a law and order state. I gave law enforcement um a 30% pay increase this year. The first one they'd had in nearly a decade. So we've been very strategic at what we're doing. And uh, where does she stand on, for instance, CRT? Well, she criticizes uh, me for banning that bill. Uh, I also banned uh, boys going to girls' bathrooms. And I'm telling you, that's super popular. I've had dads and, and moms from all over the state just thanking me for protecting their sixth grade daughter or their seventh grade daughter from having to go to the bathroom with boys. And, and I banned men playing in women's sports in the state of Oklahoma. It, it's so common sense to us in Oklahoma. We don't understand what's happening on some of the East and West coasts. Um, and, and, and you can't get her to admit that that is, that's, uh, that's wrong. And so again, traditional family values is what we stand on in Oklahoma. Uh, Governor, uh, I wish you all the, the the best of luck. How can somebody get involved with your campaign if they want to? 
you know, go to stitforgovernor.com and it has the differences between our positions versus my opponent. Spread that to your friends and neighbors and and uh, we're going to win this thing. And then just get out to vote on uh, uh, tomorrow. You know, tomorrow and, and and we're going to win this thing. Uh, uh, from uh, from your mouth to God's ears. Yes, we will. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, that's the uh, governor of uh, the great state. Well, it's not, you know, uh, we're in Texas. We're not allowed to say the good things about Oklahoma, say, typically. Yeah, we're but. not. We're not. All the all the trees in Oklahoma really have kind of a southward. Uh, no, wait. All of the trees in te- Never mind. Don't worry about it. Um, we're not really from Texas. So <laughs> we're not we really. don't know any of We don't things. know it. They know it off the top of their head. And I'm like, I can. No, it's east. Though they bend. Which way? Anyway, uh, they, they, the point is. Oklahoma sucks. I mean, if you're from Texas, not not me. I don't believe that. I love Oklahoma stations in Texas. Edit that part out, and just you just insert the, whatever state you're whatever in, whatever state, and whatever yeah. state you don't. Our like. favorite. Uh, we'll give you. We'll send you the states later, and you can just edit those. <laughs> is this live, Sarah? Oh crap. Okay, back in uh, <laughs> just a second. Um, we've been telling you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for a while now. Uh, they keep outdoing themselves in Landa Lakes, Florida. They are building a do-good village thanks to a massive donation of acres and acres and acres of land. From people just like you, they are building a community of 110 homes for their program recipients. This means the families of first responders, the, the cops, the firemen, Gold Star families, the families of catastrophically injured first responders and service members, all of these people can be part of this community. So their children are growing up together and playing together, healing together. Uh, I have to tell you, <clears throat> I try to do good things and I try to be involved in good things. Um, I think this is a really great organization, but I want you to not take my word for anything that I say. Please do your own homework and make your own decisions. But please know, I think that this is a very worthy charitable cause i believe in what they're doing and i think you will too so do your homework and consider if you will donating 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org this is the glenn back program I gotta tell you, boy, I, I was a little, I was okay with the um, gubernatorial race in Georgia until I, I listened to Stacey Abrams. Now, mm. the polls will tell you that uh, Kemp is leading by double digits, but she made a very strong argument that really? the polls only show what you want to see in a race. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and she said, that's not it's not what's happening in the race. She said, polls are always going to tell you what you want to see. What we know is now the untold story that this is a very tight race. It is neck and neck. And we mm-hmm. believe we're on a path to victory if we can just get all of our voters turned out and they can navigate the difficulties put in place by the Secretary of State and uh, Brian Kemp. Well, that shouldn't be a problem because, you know, she's been given nonstop credit by the mainstream media for getting out the vote. That's, yeah, she's that's her specialty, supposedly. Yeah. And so, so she, if she could just get them out. But 
you know, the secretary of state and the governor, uh, you know, they've been branded as racist because she said they have an effort to suppress minority voters, which um, is why Major League Baseball said that they were going to boycott the state. As it turns out, um, record numbers of people are turning out for the primary. Uh, as well as early voting for the general Worst election suppression so, ever. It is. It mm-hmm. is. But she said, understand that Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger have put barriers in place uh, and oh, no. they're going to be denying access. What? To food and water ah, in what? lines. Yes. Yeah. See, people don't realize yeah. this, but the founders, when they designed our electoral system, uh, wanted all election voting lines to be like Golden Corral. Yeah. They wanted to be full buffets. It was actually a Roy Rogers. It was a Roy. Yeah, but back then. Modern, you know, Golden Corral. Right. But yes, it was it, constant food and drink. That's right. really, it's more about a meal. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was the first Thanksgiving. That's why it's so in November. So uh, it was supposed to be the pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. White supremacist groups and hard right-wing groups, she said, have been challenging the people's right to vote. Mm-hmm. And impacted voter suppression in the state uh she said up to seventy-five thousand people have had their right to vote challenged because of the law passed now and he did so because he was just frustrated by the results um so that's the truth on what's happening right and you could always go to abrams for the truth right that's Uh, not an election denier or a conspiracy theorist no not at all no now we're no. starting to see all of that stuff kind of bounce uh, back we were talking earlier about uh, the politico article today which basically says it, this is this is a quote from politico the 2020 presidential election was rife with allegations of voting machine hacks that were later debunked yet <laughs> there are real risks that hackers could tunnel into voting equipment and other election infrastructure to try to undermine Tuesday's vote. You see, back in 2020, you get thrown off the internet for saying those things, but Politico is writing about them in advance because here's the thing. When and if they lose this election, that's what it'll be. They are going to say it was stolen just like they do every other time. And they will act as if the Mm -hmm. past two years Mm -hmm. have not occurred. All right. Let me just tell you, Arizona, Iowa, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois. Any of these things have in common? Mm -hmm. Anything? New Mexico, New York, Washington and West Virginia have called in the National Guard. Uh, and the uh, the Brigadier General Ghent Welsh, the commander of the Washington Air National Guard, said uh, that uh, not every state is doing it, but states that are activating these units have invested in cyber talent and cyber missions for years. And if you don't have a cyber unit in your state, you're really not in a good position to help them protect the elections. So the National Guard's been called out in all of those uh, democratically-led states. Uh, so I feel better. I feel better. Oh, and when we come back, um, there's more news on possible election fraud and what the DOJ is going to do about it tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program. American Made. There's a reason why that term has always carried a lot of weight with customers. It's... It, it means something when it's made in America, really made in America. All of the pieces, all of the parts and assembled here in America. 
made by people in this country for a fair wage. That's what you get when you when you buy any clothing from American Giant. Every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here by Americans. But you're not just buying the clothing. You're investing in the process that will help save our country. I like American Giant because they are challenging uh, other companies like Levi's. Make 10% here in America and you would revive the American factory again. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. But American Giant is doing all of their work here in America, trying to bring that American Giant that is in all of us back to the table. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. There's a couple of things going on. Uh, Some states are already tracking uh, voter fraud. Texas is one of them. Also, the Missouri Secretary of State uh, received a note from the Department of Justice over the weekend uh, announcing that there will be four Department of Justice staff with teams that are going to be uh, just popping in to the Missouri election sites uh, just to make sure uh, that, uh, you know, the Civil Rights Division has its eye on uh, Missouri elections. But no big deal. Just tell us who we need to meet with and tell everybody at the uh, polling sites that, you know, we're going to be in there just checking things. Oh, well, that'll be that'll be helpful and handy. Also, the National Guard cybersecurity units have been activated in 14 states. Now they're Democrat states, and uh, they say they are just, they're really working hard to make sure that nobody does anything, you know, any kind of cyber hacks or anything. Well, that's great. Why is it only the Democratic states that are asking for that? Ken Paxton. He'll join us on the election and the reason why your attorney general should be one of the most important votes you cast tomorrow. We join him in 60 seconds. So I love telling you how much American financing uh, can help you save money. I love it when I hear from people who listen to the show, who had their lives changed just by using American financing. So let me tell you about one of our listeners named Kelly. Um, They just accessed uh, Kelly's home equity and paid off all of her credit card debt. 
But not only did American Financing save her with that, they're also ending up saving her $675 a month. Now that helps you get out of debt. That helps you pay for the gas and the extra in groceries, doesn't it? She's saving uh, much more money month after month after month. Think of where you would be if you could save almost 700 bucks a month. For Kelly, she says it's a life changer. Please take 10 minutes out of your day and call American Financing. They're waiting to help you. They'll do a free financial review. See what your options are. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Ken Paxton. The Texas Attorney General, who I think is 12 points ahead in uh, his race, something like that. Yeah, in the latest poll. Ken, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good, but I wanted to tell you, the Justice Department is coming to Texas, too. My guess is they're coming to many Republican states to monitor elections. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be shocked if they're in Democratic states, but we just got a letter from the Department of Justice saying that they will be in our state in several counties. Now, this is the from from Missouri. um, It's the disability rights section of the civil rights division of the Department of Justice. So I I don't I I just got notified by my office, like literally two minutes before I got on the radio with you. Wow. They were still looking. I think it's Harris County, Waller County and and a few other counties. I don't all I, I don't know who in the Department of Justice coming. I just thought. How interesting they're coming to Texas. And yeah. now I just heard from you, Missouri as well. Yeah, um, I think it's really interesting uh, that, you know, no big deal. It's just Election Day. Uh, you know, guys in the blue jackets with DOJ. That's not going to that's not suppressing the ma- vote. Can you imagine if Trump had done that? Can you imagine the oh, outcry if he had sent Department of Justice uh, out to monitor elections from I can't even imagine what the media would be saying. My guess is they're going to be pretty silent on this. Yeah, and the National Guard in 14 different states. Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, New Mexico, New York, Washington, West Virginia, Iowa, Arizona, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Did, did you guys yeah. hear from the National Guard about their cybersecurity unit? Guess what? We didn't hear a, a peep about that. And huh. Until you said it, I didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It is very interesting, and it's interesting that it popped up like today for right. us. It did, you know, they didn't call us and say, "Hey, we, we're concerned about your election suddenly, and we want to monitor them." Uh, it's a pretty unusual move for the, the federal government to come into a state. We do our own elections. Uh, every state does their own elections. It's very unusual for the federal government to. Well, I I can understand it. You're you're cutting in and out. I can understand it if. You know, it's in the 1960s. Or if you want to do it, uh, good. Let's do it in Pennsylvania as well. Are they going to be in Pennsylvania? I I kind of doubt I know. it. No, my guess is they're doing Republican states only. So what, A, can the state turn the federal government down on that? I mean, the state runs the elections. Can you say, no, you can uh, come in after, you can come in, but you're not coming into polling places. It. Yeah, but I think because of the Civil Rights Act, I think there are provisions that allow the Attorney General of the United States to do things like this. We're actually 
my office is meeting like in, a, in the next hour to figure out what what we can do in response to the Department of Justice doing this. It is so corrupt. It's so corrupt. I mean, if if they're doing this and announcing, I mean, Ken, if they had a problem, they would have called you, uh, you know, back a while and they would have said, hey, we want to come in. We know it's going to be a crazy day, but we just want to come in. And how can we make this happen? That's what a partner does. Yeah, this is intimidation by the federal government in Republican states. And I would love for the media to cover it that way. They won't. Uh, but I'm afraid it's going to have to be you and a, and, a, and a few others who actually call this out for what it is, which is intimidating Republican voters. That is crazy. Just crazy. Um, OK, so, I mean, they're taking a, you know, to be an anti-racist, you have to be a racist. So this is like if you would have sent in all the local sheriffs and all of the local police back in the 1960s in black districts, you know, just to just to no, no, we're just there to watch the election. Uh huh. Sure you are. Um, so yeah. so so tell me, we are finding um, we're finding corruption already, aren't we? In Harris County, isn't that the county of uh, Houston? Yeah, that's the Harris County. There's always been trouble in Harris County. One of the challenges we now have. Because our Court of Criminal Appeals in Texas suddenly uh, struck down the only statute that gave us protection, which was me prosecuting voter fraud. Now it's up to local district attorneys, who many of them are funded by George Soros in some of the bigger counties. So our Republican Court of Appeals, 8-1, struck down 71 years of statutes to stop me from being the only backup to these Soros-funded DAs. And their argument was, I'm in the executive branch, and I'm not allowed to go to court because I'm, I, that's a judicial function. <laughs> You're the attorney right? general. No, I'm not allowed to go to court, Glenn. That's a, it's a violation of the Constitution for the attorney general. And if they're right, by the way, no attorney general should ever have been going to court for the last 250 years in any state or the U.S. But they, that was their rationale. And I'm afraid that the Court of Criminal Appeals in Texas has been potentially taken over by uh, forces that we are— would be surprised could be involved in Republican primaries. Holy cow. This is happening up in Michigan, uh, where, what was it? They just overturned, um, the uh, courts just said that you don't have to have, uh, you know, uh, um, an even spread of Republicans and Democrats watching um, uh, the, uh, the elections. I mean, it, we're, we're completely out of control, completely out of control. Well, and they know if they think about this, no one knows who's on the court of criminal appeals. In Texas, we have two separate court systems. We have the civil side that the Texas Supreme Court is the final say on. And what people don't know is on the, on the criminal side, it's the court of criminal appeals. And nobody, most Republicans, most lawyers don't know who's on the court of criminal appeals. And even though they're all Republicans, I'm very concerned that guys like George Soros have funded so-called Republicans to be on that court and just suddenly out of the blue strike down a statute that was the only thing giving us protection. And it's an insane argument that I can't go to court because I'm in the executive branch. It makes no sense. And, but that's, that was their rationale. So, so you had the, you had a lot of people that had been arrested for, um, uh, you know, for voter fraud, correct? Yes, we had over, like, I think it was 900 cases, 300-something investigations, 500-something 
prosecution. Remember, there's no voter fraud. And if you say there is, you're crazy. But we had over 900 cases. And supposedly, the Court of Criminal Appeals said, nope, they're all free because you're not allowed to go to court. It has to be the local DAs. And guess what? That'll never happen in Austin or San Antonio. And so you can pretty much cheat in the biggest counties now in Texas with no consequences. So we have to change our Court of Criminal Appeals. And we're going to have to have the legislature pass that statute back to court and prosecute these people that is crazy um so ken real quick uh before you go what tell tell americans why uh, the um the attorney general in our states is so important yeah so we're the largest republican state with we have the greatest number of resources we have almost 800 lawyers 4200 employees we are the force that takes on the federal government more than any other state. The other states, some of the Republican states do a great job. They just don't have the same resources. They, they don't have the same you know, number of lawyers, the same talent pool that we can operate in. And so it's really important. If you want to continue to have in this country uh, states' rights and have the federal government limited to what they're supposed to do under the Constitution, we have to win these attorney general races, particularly in Texas, or we are going to lose that fight. And yet, as a matter of fact, if this woman gets elected, my opponent, she will be fighting our state. She will be helping Joe Biden and she will be fighting our legislature and our government. It would be a disaster. Right. I know that um, that's something that uh, Carrie Lake talked to me about. She said, I, we've got to have a Republican AG or that AG will be suing me and the rest of the state to, you know, she wants to declare that there is an invasion of her state from uh, the border. And she said that she thinks she can win it, but she's got to have the attorney general. Why haven't we made that case here? You know, I just don't think, you know, the media doesn't cover it that way. They realize how important this is. And so does the other side. That's why the the person I'm running against, she will be the most radical attorney general in the country. And they will send people in to help her. She will be the greatest thorn in the side of Republicans in Texas trying to thwart everything that we try to do with elections, with the border. She's for open border. She thinks that our election integrity laws are white supremacist laws. She's really out there, and this, she will be the most non-attorney general if she's elected. She will create lots of trouble for Republicans and for this state. So, but why, going back to the border, why haven't we made the case on invasion? Is that... Uh, do you that's think there's a governor's decision? There's a governor's. I, look, I think there's an invasion. The challenge is once you declare an invasion, you've got what's the next step, and you've got to figure out what that next step is. And I'm not sure what it is. I think the the, the more effective route is to challenge this uh, decision that was made in U.S. v. Arizona ten years ago, where they said that states right. couldn't pass their own laws. We need to challenge that in Texas and Arizona. And make them tell us again that, that our people have to suffer like they are, that the federal government can ignore law, and then we're just stuck taking all the consequences. That cannot be the right decision. Ken, thank you very much. That's the um, attorney general of the great uh, state of Texas who uh, could always use your help and your vote. Uh, what's the web address if people want to find out more about you, Ken? Oh, you have... We shouldn't hang up on people before I have a chance to say. I, I think he, he hung up. He's probably got some stuff to do today. You think so? Yeah, I think he's got some stuff going on. Maybe an election, you know. Maybe the DOJ. Maybe the DOJ. How crazy is that? It's, it's almost what you'd expect at this point, though, right? And that's sad. That's what's crazy. It's, you know, it's uh, while they're saying 
that, you know, they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat. And, uh, you know, the, the Republicans are going to uh, have a police state and they're going to do fascistic stuff that they always self-diagnose. They always self-diagnose. Mm-hmm. Um, remain uh, cool tomorrow. Go into your uh, polling place. Go early. Uh, if they decide to bungle things up and uh, slow the process down, um, it, it could happen. Please go early, plan on a line, uh, and vote. You've got to vote. They're going to do everything they can to keep Republicans, because Republicans generally are the ones that vote uh, on Election Day. And they're going to do everything they can, I think, to slow that down. Please go and vote and put up with the nonsense and be cool and vote. Let's end the madness. Listen, if anyone ever tells you that sleep is overrated, it's time to move on. I mean, really? It's not overrated. You, You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Sleep is the best. All the experts, all the experts say that you spend about a third of your life sleeping. And I think that's true. But half of that is just done during the teenage years. Uh, And then you become, for some reason, I don't know, God's like, hey, when you get older and you're always tired for reason, I'm not going to let you sleep. I'm not going to let you sleep. But when you're not tired, when when you are tired for no reason and you're a teenager, I'm going to make it so you sleep about 18 hours a day. Ah, we've got things to talk about when I cross to the other side. Anyway, Giza Dream Sheets are back at their lowest price ever. That means it's as low as $29.99 with the promo code BECK. Just like everything else MyPillow makes, the sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders are, that are placed between now and Christmas are going to have a money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. So listen, why sleep on anything other than the absolute best, especially when the best is on sale for an incredible price, $29.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with other limited-time offers. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Absolute madness. Just madness. Um, Let's see. The lawsuit demanding that more than 10% of election inspectors be Republicans thrown out. Now listen to this story. Whitmer appointed judge dismissed a Republican lawsuit that claimed election officials in Flint, Michigan, hired too few Republican election inspectors. Consequently, nearly 90% of election uh, election inspectors entrusted with administering and overseeing the election will be partisan actors belonging to a single political party, the Democrats. Um, The lawsuit claimed that Flint's interim city clerk and uh, the city attorney and city assessor failed to ensure a fair number of election inspectors. Michigan election law specifies 
that the Board of Election Commissioners shall appoint at least one election inspector from each major political party and shall appoint an equal number as nearly as possible. Got it? Okay. The Detroit Free Press has reported that um, the city's attorneys uh, indicate that there's 120 of the 680 election workers, roughly 17%, that are Republicans. The lawsuit claimed that notwithstanding the Michigan's GOP provision of 122 Republican applications sent to the former city clerk, only... Uh, there were they only wound up being 49 Republican election inspectors, and that's out of 442 Democrat election inspectors. So, you know, uh, you know, we we did our we did our best. I mean, sure, it's it's nine to one, but that is, you know, it is as close to even as we could get it nine to one. <laughs> you sound stunned. I know. I'm just, I just, I, I, I look, I, I don't want it stacked on our side. I saw a report uh, from Texas that we, um, that we had arrested a guy uh, for voter fraud and he was a Republican. And my first thought was good. I want all of them arrested. I want all of them to go to jail. I, and I just, I, I, it's just evil. You know, we have a good system and I'm willing to duke it out. I'm willing to fight at the polls and, you know, make the best argument. But there's one side that just doesn't. I shouldn't say that the two sides lie to us all the time. But there is really now one side that is completely over the edge in lies and deceit and everything else and cheating and I can't take it. I, I, I mean, where are the good, decent people? Where are they? Is there anybody that is on the on the Democratic side that is offended by all of this stuff? Stop it! Just stop it! Save our country. The Glenn Beck Program. Anne wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I used to have to just carry on with shoulder pain that was so severe. I had it for five years. I had to sleep sitting up in a chair with pillows stuffed behind me. I'm starting to believe this is just how the rest of my life was going to be. Then I heard you talk about Relief Factor. Within a few weeks of starting it, guess who started sleeping in bed again? That's fantastic, Anne. Thank you so much for writing in. Would you please try Relief Factor? If you're in pain, just try it. It was developed for you, 1995. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Those are good odds. So try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start Develop for you. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference.
Election night coverage, blazetv.com slash midterms. Use the promo code REDWAVE. Get 30 bucks off. If you remember, right towards the beginning of um, COVID, there was a hairdresser in uh, Dallas that had to close her shop and she was harassed by the police. But it all really came down to uh, the county judge uh, and his name was Clay Jenkins. And uh, Clay seems to be on a little bit of a power trip or that's how it struck me. Um, and somebody is taking him on in this election. Now, in Texas, the county judge is not a judge. You're not a judge. You're just like the CEO of the county. Uh, but I think he likes to pretend that he's a judge. The person running uh, uh, against is Lauren Davis. She's running for his uh, job and, uh, and doing quite well, doing quite well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. You this bet. is definitely a dream come true. <laughs> really? Being on the show? It gotta, really is. You got to reach higher than that. <laughs> no, really this is it. This is it. <laughs> Back from the Fox <clears throat> days with the whiteboard. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So um, why are you running against him? Well, two reasons to sum it up. One was I'm a small business owner with my husband. We own barbershops called The Gents Place. We opened oh. our first one when we were 25 wow. in Frisco, Texas. Now we have them across the country. And, That's and crazy. It, I just drove by one the other day. Yeah, and I thought, I should get my hair cut there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a great place, yeah. I must say. Um, and so in Frisco, Texas, of all places, we had the police show up to um, our shop and say, close your doors um, in 10 minutes or we're taking your business license. So we did. We complied. And I just never felt that level of helplessness in my life. I've been through a lot of things. I'm 38 years old. I've lived a lot of life, but I've never felt helpless. So it was step one. And then two, you fast forward two years, this exact time last year, and Clay Jenkins defied Governor Abbott's GA38 saying no more mask mandates in public school. Right. My three kids are in public school in Dallas ISD. And so in that time period, I woke up. I listened to your program. I bought my first constitution. I bought the Federalist Papers. <laughs> I started, I downloaded Hillsdale classes. I mean, I just said, I must understand what happened to us. Um, I also took your advice and said, do your own research. So mm. I started making the kids watch World War II documentaries. Mm. They saw it for themselves. And we sat down as a family or a family of five and said, if this was World War II, who would we be? Who, who, is, for you. who is the Davis family? Right. And we said, if a Jewish family knocked on our door, we would not self-preserve. We would open the door at all costs. Right. And I did not know what I was preparing us for. I just knew, as you say, I was going to have to take a stand. And if we weren't prepared, we'd miss the opportunity. And, and so when the school year started, two out of three of my kids, so my daughter Caroline, she was 11 at the time, and my son Pierce was 13, so they're eighth grade and fifth grade, showed up to their public school with no mask. And there were only two out of 604 kids to wow. show up. So that turned into a 12-week battle where the school didn't try to accommodate us. They tried to crush us. They literally made us a political enemy. Um, they coned Caroline off in PE class, literally behind an arbitrary line of cones. And she had to watch all of her mask classmates play in front of her. They put cones around her? Yes. Oh, my gosh. 
No, it gets worse. Oh my gosh. It gets so much worse. <clears throat> so then the second week they removed them from class. They isolated them in the library. They eventually built a plexiglass cage around them. And I don't use that lightly. Floor to ceiling plexiglass in a small corner of the library hired a substitute teacher to stand guard out there and tell him to be quiet and sit down. They couldn't even go to the cafeteria where all the other kids were unmasked. Oh my gosh. In Dallas, Texas. We Wow. And that's just the brief. We'd be here all day if I told you every detail, but they treated us like we were genuinely a political enemy. So I saw what you talk about. Yeah. I saw the underbelly of the beast. We lost <clears throat> all of our friends. My most best friend, like someone you volunteer a vacation with, yeah, yeah. went through life with her. She turned on me and became <clears throat> my biggest enemy. You're kidding. No, me. no. These are teachers that loved us. We weren't new to the school. We'd been in that school since my son had been in first grade. <clears throat> These are people who knew my heart. New, we have a nonprofit where we support veterans, and I do a monthly pop-up barbershop at Austin Street Center, a homeless shelter, some of the work we do. They know me. They know I'm a great person, and they still turned on me. No one would even sit next to us in the bleachers at a soccer game. You're kidding. No. Oh, my gosh. So I said, in that process in advocating for the kids, um, we eventually had to pull them out. There was teachers conspiring to get my son sent to alternative school. Um, it was complete insanity. We could not keep them safe. So I had to hold them school them for the back half of last year. And um, I had a friend, my my friend, Ann Stone, she runs a local activist group called Deplorables. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. She's a bunch of grandma and grandpas mm-hmm. just getting together mm-hmm. like, where is the world going? Right. <laughs> and um, I went and spoke there and it made me feel not alone because it's very isolating when you find yourself oh, yeah. being the only one taking a stand. And I know you know that. And um, she came to me one day and she goes, I don't know why I'm telling you this or asking you this, but have you ever thought about running for county judge? And I said, no, <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> I'm not a politician. I'm just a mom of three, small business owner, no political aspirations, no experience. I didn't even start voting until 2016 and 2020. Wow. I've never even voted in a midterm. Wow. This is my first midterm to vote in. The first sign in my yard was my face, which was <laughs> <laughs> which was crazy. So, <clears throat> why why so late? You just uh, she told me that it was a conviction in my heart, and then in the primary, you'll find this really funny. The person who stood up to say I'll run against Clay Jenkins was the Dallas ISD school board trustee that was over my kid's school. Oh my gosh! God, literally, I'm an extremely faithful person. Yeah, God literally put the only person on the planet that I was. I would know was a fake and a phony. (laughs) And so I tell people when God convicts your heart and you look to the right and you look to the left and you're the only one standing, it's you. Yeah. He picked you. Yeah. And so I genuinely feel picked. And my husband and I, we talked and he pushed back on me and I said, you're not supporting me. What kind of (laughs) husband are you? (laughs) Probably a good husband. Great husband. We've been together since we were 16. Oh, wow. Good for you. Yes. And, um, and he goes, I haven't heard you say yes. And I said, certainly, I've said yes, I want to do this. And he goes, nope. And I was like, mm. oh, man, that's like a shot to the gut. Yeah. You know, when truth hits you, it hits you. And I said, well, yes, yes, I want to do this. And I swear to you, we felt the Holy Spirit head to toe. And he said, then let's go. Let's do it. Mm. Let's crush the machine. Yeah. And we mobilized a 69% victory over the establishment person wow. in eight weeks, I filed on the last day in the primary. Wow. Unheard of. Wow. People, no one knew my name December 12th. So how is it going now? Because Clay's quite well known. 
Yes. Uh, and he is big time establishment and, you know, had had big plans from from here. Yeah, he's been in there 12 years, um, which is outrageous. And, you know, I think this is truly where the grassroots becomes mainstream. Mm-hmm. People are sick and tired. I'm tired. I need me to win as much as everyone else needs me to win. My kids <laughs> need me to win. Right. You know, I, there's there's no other choice. And people say, you know, in politics, they keep hearing this such a loser mindset. If anyone started their entrepreneurial journey in the political mindset, we wouldn't have any businesses. No, we wouldn't. They're like, uh, what's my ROI on my, you know, investment in your campaign? I don't think you can win. I had people tell me, oh, this is a, a uphill battle. And I said, it's a hill worth climbing. Yeah. People said, oh, it's going to be a miracle. I said, thank you. That's how I know. Yeah. This is it. It's because it is going to be a miracle. If I got into this because someone said it was going to be easy or a guaranteed win, there would have been a line out the door to take this guy on. No, this is going to be a miracle, but we all know it's it, the that, time of miracles. Yeah, I've heard you say is. that over and over. It is. We're going to see we're going to see Moses style miracles in our lifetime. Yes. In our lifetime, we will see them. And I believe that's what's happening in Dallas County. I mean, we have activated moms mama bears. I say I'm a happy warrior. That's a trademark thing I put in my campaign because people kept saying, oh, you're angry. I was like, I'm not, I can get angry, but I I am not angry. I don't attach my I am statement to things that don't serve Christ. And I said, I am a happy warrior. Moms are coming off from the PTA. They're coming off the couch. They're coming out of the door. They are rallying huge in Dallas County. Yeah, that is great. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if how long you've listened to me, but a long time ago, back probably 2008 or 9, I said the most powerful thing anyone can say in politics. Mm-hmm. And I said it because somebody called me up and said, uh, I, I'm just a mom. And as a mom, I think, and I said, stop. The most powerful thing you can say is, as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, stop dismissing that because when moms stand up, nobody messes with moms. And the, I think that's why this whole thing is turning around. They overstepped the boundary mm-hmm. and they walked into mom's world and they started messing with our kids. Mm-hmm. The minute you mess with our kids, moms don't sit down. They don't. No, and that's exactly what describes my conviction because another part of it is the politicization of the medical community. All of these mandates. My son that's sitting here with us in the studio out there, he has survived three open heart surgeries. Holy cow. He has more to come too. It took 12 hours of open heart surgery at five days old. I saw the inside of his chest beat. They left his chest open for three days. He was so swollen they couldn't sew him up. 12 hours of bypass. So I equate what's happening to a politician, you know, forcing his way into that operating room and standing over the shoulder of the surgeon and saying, oh, do this, do that, do this. Don't can't do that. Do this. Oh, and make sure you inject them. I, I will lay my life in front of that. I will not let it happen. I will not allow these mandates to affect my kids and the masking's one you know the vax is another it's just it's the whole politicization of the medical community is dangerous it will kill more people than covid ever could dream of killing and i i won't put up with it god bless you
I wish I lived in the county that I could vote for you. Uh, Lauren Davis, she is running for Dallas County Judge. She's the candidate there. If you would like to know more about her or help, uh, Davis for the number four Dallas, davisfordallas.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I want to talk to you on Wednesday after you win. Um, All right. Let me tell you about uh, Goldline. Apparently, central banks have added 399 tons of physical gold. That's about a billion and a half dollars this last quarter. This last quarter. That's a record amount. Hmm. I wonder why they're doing that. More importantly, exchange funds in gold, that's paper gold, shrank which means that investors got rid of all of their paper gold and started to say, I don't want something that says I have some gold. I want the actual gold. If you haven't made a call to Goldline yet, please do. They have a new uh, product out, and uh, they're including at no cost five silver rounds and five copper rounds with every tube of the new quarter ounce gold mayflower commemorative so it's uh you buy the gold you get silver and you get the copper you get those two for free call goldline now take advantage of the special today it's 866 goldline 866 goldline or goldline.com stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you're with us today. Let me uh, let me give you a little something here. You know, we've been talking all day. How can you be losing to these guys? <laughs> Try this one on for size. Um, <clears throat> brutal murders. This is the headline. Brutal murders, rotting corpses, broken elevators inside Raphael Warnock's secret low-income apartment building. Mm. Uh <laughs> These are just some of the disturbing tales of the living conditions in apartments owned by Senator Raphael Warnock's church, uh, gathered from interviews with residents and hundreds of pages of Atlanta Police Department, Fire Department, and court records obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. Uh, Atlanta police and firefighters have been called to Columbia Tower uh, to, uh, for fights, burglaries, uh, car thefts. Um, they said that one time somebody, some of the, the, uh, police were called because they decided where's bill and bill was missing. And so they called police. We might want to look for bill. And, uh, they, they open up bill's door and he's covered in flies. He'd been dead for a while. Uh, or I like the guy that they hired. He was, um, he served some time for murder, but they hired him to be the maintenance guy, mm. and uh, <laughs> he killed his girlfriend there at the apartment complex. Some really good things. Uh, a sex offender that uh, um, who slept in the hallways. Uh, some really good stuff. No good deed goes unpunished. Right. Or Raphael Warner. Right. You know, so just persecuted. trying to give these murderers and sex offenders a place to a place. be able to prowl. Right. And he does that, and you criticize him I for mean, it. I mean, this guy is, 
I mean, uh, how are these corrupt individuals so blatantly corrupt? It used to be like, you know, the guy's corrupt. Oh, come on now. Come on. I mean, what do you have? I don't know. A pretty good feeling, a gut on this, you know? Mm -hmm. Look, he looks so smarmy. (laughs) This is different. This is a completely different standard that we're at now. Yeah. We're like, I don't know. The fact that he's holding a bloody knife over a body. You are so hateful. Just feels like a chance for Georgia to right the wrong of an an out of control bender. It's like, you know, you're, you're... you were going, your your wedding was next week. You went on the bachelor party. You just drank and drank and drank. You took God only knows how many pills and you somehow voted Raphael Warnock <laughs> in. This is the time to right that wrong. Hey, it's not the walk of shame tomorrow. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to forgive it's you. Okay. We're, we're just, married again. Just come back to home. Come back home. <laughs> your daughter misses you. Come back. <laughs> we, we would love to oh. see you again. All is forgotten. Tomorrow, not forgotten. I mean, yes, it's, it's all forgotten. forgotten. It's all forgotten. <laughs> Go out and vote. Stop the madness tomorrow. The Glenn Beck Program.